0: In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. As a parent, I'm always looking for more ways to bring biblical counsel and help into my family, so we really love the beautifully illustrated Good News for Little Hearts series. I like how these books help even kids ages 3 to 8 learn to address common emotions and issues like anxiety, anger, failure, temptation, loss, all with the hope of Jesus. I hope you'll get some and see for yourself. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton whether you're listening by yourself or with the family this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's word while you go about your day in each episode i get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the bible and today i get to welcome megan hill megan is a pastor's wife living in massachusetts and an editor for the gospel coalition she's the author of several books including contentment seeing god's goodness and Praying Together, The Priority and Privilege of Prayer in Our Homes, Communities, and Churches. Her writings have also appeared in various publications, including Christianity Today, The Washington Post, Reformation 21, Focus on the Family, and Desiring God. She and Rob have four kids, and they belong to West Springfield Covenant Community Church. Megan, it's great to have you on the podcast.
1: Thanks so much for having me, champ.
0: I'm so glad you're here. I'm looking forward to hearing what verse you have for us today.
1: Yes, I'd like to read Matthew 19, verse 14. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven.
0: So when I hear this verse, my mind goes back to how I heard this verse from the King James Version growing up. And it said something about suffer the little children and like, what does that mean? And so it was helpful to hear you read it in a different version. Why don't you talk us through what's going on and does it have anything to do with suffering?
1: Sure. I don't think it has a whole lot to do with suffering. So I'm thankful for new translations. This is a very familiar scene. Um, You know, most of us in Sunday school or in BBS or whatever, we've heard this verse before. It's a situation where Jesus is teaching and then these parents start bringing their kids to Jesus and they want Jesus to pray for their kids. And so they're bringing infants, they're bringing young kids, maybe there's some older kids in there. They're bringing them to Jesus and the disciples say, Hey, wait a minute, stop here. Jesus does not have time for this. Hmm. Don't be bothering Jesus with these kids. And then we come to the verse that I just read and Jesus intervenes and says, No, let the little children come to me. Don't, Don't stop them from coming to me. I want them to come here. I want to pray for them. And they're actually part of my kingdom. And there are children who are part of my kingdom. And so children are valuable. And then after he says the verse that I just read, then we read that he does lay his hands on them. Jesus does lay his hands on them and he prays for them.
0: So how do you think the disciples were misguided in their thinking? What were they thinking and how was it wrong?
1: Yeah, I think they were thinking that Jesus has important things to do, and they wanted to guard his time to make sure he was doing the important things. Hmm. And Jesus is saying, you're right, I do have really important things to do. And kids are some of those important things that I have come to minister to.
0: And so let me read it again. This is Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what God's word says. Jesus said, leave the children alone and don't try to keep them from coming to me because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. So how did this verse become important in your life?
1: Well, you know, as I said, I do think it's a really familiar verse. I think for a long time, uh, maybe when I was a kid or a teenager, a young adult, I sort of had this storybook version of this verse in my mind, like hmm. almost like these families were bringing their kids to Jesus to have a selfie with him or something. You know, this is sort of like a <laughs> celebrity moment, right? And, oh, great, we'll get we'll get everybody's picture with Jesus. You know, he's this famous teacher in our area. But then, champ, I had kids. And <laughs> when I had kids, I realized that these parents were not coming for a celebrity autograph with Jesus. These parents were desperate. And I think we see throughout the gospels, anytime somebody brings somebody else to Jesus, they come because they have no other options, right? You know, you think of those friends that brought the paralytic to Jesus and they dug a hole in the roof so they mm-hmm. could get their friend to Jesus. Like they were desperate. Right. And I think that's the case with these parents. And when I became a parent, I realized this is the situation. I want my children to come to Jesus. And I want that more than I want almost anything else in the world.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So, what does this verse teach us about what Jesus is like?
1: I think it teaches us that Jesus wants people to come to him, that he's welcoming, that he wants to pray for people. You know, Hebrews tells us that he ever lives to make intercession for us, that Jesus is always praying for his children, and that he wants to pray for them, and that we don't bother Jesus when we come to him or when we bring other people to him.
0: So, you just talked about how this verse affects you as a mom, uh I think all parents who love Jesus want that same thing for their children. But if the children are listening to this as well, what kind of message does this have for them?
1: Yeah kids, teens, I think this is a great verse for you. I think this is uh, good for you to remember that Jesus wants you to come to Him and that He has a place in His kingdom for children and that His kingdom is not just a kingdom of people who are grown up or who have things figured out or who have done amazing things. His kingdom is a place that has room for children in it and that that is the great desire of Jesus' heart, that children would be part of His kingdom.
0: So how could children take a next step toward this verse, toward Jesus and his kingdom? Maybe they're able to read, so maybe they can get into the Bible. What if they can't read yet? How do children move toward Jesus?
1: Yeah, I wonder if some of those children said to their moms and dads, Mom, Dad, could you take me to see that Jesus? And I think there's a way in which young children now, you guys can do that. You can say, Mom, tell me a story about Jesus. Dad, can you tell me about Jesus? Can you teach me how to pray? Can you read me something from the Bible? Can we sing a song of praise to Jesus together? Can you help me, mom and dad? And Jesus is speaking here to parents saying, yes, if if your kids want to come to me, please help them to come to me.
0: So what does it mean in this verse when it says that Jesus wants the children to come to him because, and it has a reason, because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. What does that mean?
1: it means that children can truly come to trust in Christ by faith and can truly be part of his people and part of his kingdom. And so age does not disqualify you or prevent you from trusting in Jesus from saying, Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I know that I need you to save me from my sins, and I know that I need to be made right with God. I know that I'm not right with God, and I need to be made right with God. Jesus, I want to love you. I want to know you more. And Jesus here is affirming that age or experience or wisdom or being able to read or being able to memorize scripture or knowing things about Jesus are not something that prevents you from coming mm-hmm. to Jesus, that he's happy to have little children.
0: Yeah, so being a Christian and loving and trusting Jesus is not something that we save that up until we become an adult. It's something that Jesus wants even the youngest to come to him. Right. So what's a good question, Megan, that families could discuss together about this verse when the podcast is over?
1: I think a good question would be in our family, how are we helping each other to come to Jesus? How can moms and dads, help their children to know more about Jesus and love him more, but also how can children encourage their moms and dads to know more about Jesus and love him more? So as a family, how are we bringing one another to Jesus and reminding one another of who Jesus is and coming together to Jesus to pray?
0: That would be a great conversation. I'm so glad you pointed us to this verse and that you could be with us today, Megan. Would you just take a moment and pray this verse for our listeners today?
1: Sure. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for sending Jesus. We thank you that he came into this world to save sinners, children, and grownups alike. We thank you that Jesus has children and grown-ups as part of his kingdom. And we pray that you would help us in our families today to bring one another to Jesus by our prayer and our conversations in a way that would be pleasing to you. And that we would know that you are pleased to have us and are praying for us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.